Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, March 5th, 2023, and released on Sunday, April 2nd, 2023. This week's message is titled, The King's Great Coronation, and the scripture reference is Revelation, chapter 19, verses 6 through 8 and verse 16. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. My message today, the king's great coronation. In Revelation chapter 19, we're going to read verse 6, 7, and 8, and 16. It says, And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and is the voice of many waters, and it is the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And in verse number 16, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to stand in this pulpit today. Dear Lord, we pray that you'll bless the word as we bring it today. We pray that if there's anybody here that needs to know you as their personal Savior, that today would be the day that they would come. We ask this all in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. This is a blessed event that all believers in Jesus Christ should look forward to. The marriage supper of the Lamb will be the king's great coronation. Let's recap a few events that transpire before this event. When the rapture occurs, All Christian saints laid to rest since Pentecost, we're talking over 2,000 years, will be reunited with their soul and spirit. And after the saints are raised from their resting place, we will be caught up together with them in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Our text today is very personal. You saw that part where it says, we will be part of that great multitude that shouts, hallelujah, for the Lord God. That's us, folks. If you're a saved, born-again Christian, you'll be part of that one saying, hallelujah. Born-again believers will be the bride of Jesus Christ. And we're going to be clothed in white linen, meaning we are righteous in the eyes of God. Now, what makes us righteous? The simple shed blood of Jesus Christ. That makes us righteous in the eyes of God. And Jesus is worthy of our honor and our praise. This all began at Calvary. Before Calvary, we had no hope of salvation. Jesus Christ, the very Son of God, was born in Bethlehem 
as the promised Messiah. The Jews wanted the Messiah to be a conquering king. But Jesus came to be the Lamb of God. As the Lamb of God, Jesus laid down his life on that cross at Calvary. And Jesus gave his life so that you and I might live. And we will live with Jesus through eternity. Hallelujah. And as a Christian believer in Jesus Christ, our hope began at Calvary. Pentecost started a revival that is still going today, folks. Jesus gave his apostles and followers the Great Commission before he ascended to heaven. Remember, go into all the world, teaching and preaching the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine they were wondering in their mind, how are we going to go throughout the whole world? Most of those apostles had never been more than 50 miles from Jerusalem in their life. So how are they going to spread the gospel throughout the whole world? Well, as a celebration of Pentecost, which, by the way, was this big celebration where Jews from everywhere came to Jerusalem to celebrate Pentecost. It was a Jewish holiday. At this celebration of Pentecost, Jesus gave the Holy Ghost to his apostles. And this started a wonderful, huge revival. If you've never read in the first few chapters of Acts, do so. It tells about how thousands were added daily to the church. Say, so how could that be possible? Well, first of all, those 12 apostles are preaching with the power of God, with the Holy Spirit in them. Second, there's thousands and thousands of people in Jerusalem for this holiday. So many become members of the first century church. I like to think of it as the first century Baptist church. But it was just the first century church at that time. Okay? The apostles, they shared the gospel both near and far. And every time today that we share the gospel with somebody, we are continuing that revival that began at Pentecost. As the centuries have gone by, unfortunately, the number of new believers have went down. But we still have the same Savior, Jesus Christ. And we still have that same Holy Spirit living within us today. So, believers need to continue sharing the gospel with a lost and dying world. And saints from all the ages are marching to that blessed day, folks, that great coronation. The king's great coronation will have believers from all the ages. Can you picture this in your mind? We will be able to sit down with the Old Testament saints. We will see, personally meet, Abraham, Moses, Isaac, 
Elisha, I always liked Elijah. He sicked them bears on those kids. We're making fun of him for being bald. You guys all remember that. There's bears out there willing to help you. Ever since, and all our heroes from all the ancient days, we will sit next to the apostles like Paul, Peter, and John. What a great reunion as we will see our mamas and our dads, our sisters and our brothers. Hallelujah. We're going to once again fellowship with our loved ones from Happy Valley. We'll be seeing Brother Noli, Miss Sue, Miss Joyce, many others. Be a blessed day. The great coronation will begin soon. Please don't miss being there. This world has nothing to offer Christians whatsoever. Our allegiance belongs to Jesus. There's a great invitation song entitled, Now I Belong to Jesus. And you do. This is so true. Once you ask Jesus into your heart to be your Savior and Lord, you became a new person. The Bible tells us old things are passed away. All things become new to the born-again Christian. You became part of the bride of Jesus Christ. If you would look at it as an engagement, we are doing the work for Jesus right now while we're alive and on this earth. But when we gather with all the other saints at the marriage supper of the Lamb, the marriage will be complete. Christians are not shackled to worldly pleasures and gold. Thank goodness. Non-believers are tied to the pleasures our world has to offer. They have absolutely nothing to live for other than their pleasures. Most non-believers go through life looking for meaning in their life. They look for earthly pleasures in all the wrong places. Unfortunately, these earthly pleasures end up in alcohol abuse, drugs, sex, or anything that gives them a few minutes of joy. Many people of the world try to accumulate all the gold or money they can. I wonder sometimes these athletes, they get these $500 million contracts. How do they spend all that money? My goodness. We On the other hand, though, we don't try to accumulate money as Christians. We don't need worldly pleasures in our life. Why? We have fun as Christians. Our fun is clean fun. We fellowship with one another. We eat with one another. We have our playtime. We have our worship time. We have our Bible study time. This is times we all get together and have fun. First, though, and money to a Christian is for two important reasons. First of all, any 
person bringing home money needs to take care of their family the best they can. That doesn't mean make them wealthy, but that means take care of them, feed, clothe them, provide shelter, educations, whatever. Second, through our tithes and offerings, we support the work of Jesus. We have our signs on our boards as it's flashing there in the morning is that we support the missionary J.D. Brown. And we report the one in Canada, forgot the name. <laughs> yeah, Meneer. Those are just two missionaries that we support with $100 a month, which is great. I'm proud of that. They're both local boys. But in the same token, we pay into our uh, co-op fund, which pays for missionaries in America and all through the world. We are putting winning souls through our mission dollars. And we're just a, a pilgrims on a journey, folks. We're just a pilgrim on a journey. We're going home. The definition of a pilgrim is a person who goes on a journey to a sacred or holy place. Born-again believers are on this great pilgrimage in this life. In this journey... We will have many emotions, folks, and feelings as the days go by. Sometimes we will experience joy with our families and our church families. We'll be ecstatic over things happening in our life. But unfortunately, we will experience sadness as we go through trials and tribulations. It hurts us emotionally when we lose people in death that we love. That's our loss. It's their game if they're a Christian. But once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we begin our journey home. And our journey will be complete when we are present for King Jesus' great coronation. Then we will be home. All the saints are getting restless, folks. They are ready. Those people that's been in graves for over 2,000 years, they're all up there in heaven saying, come on, Jesus, let's go. Go get them. <laughs> we have great expectations of what the future holds. And Jesus warned us that we would go through some hard times. Let me read a scripture in case you've forgotten it, okay? Matthew 24, verses 7 and 8. For a nation, this is the words of Jesus, for a nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences. That's another word for COVID-19. And earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows, which means the tribulation is coming up soon. Can anybody, anyone, can easily see this is where we are today? Wars, rumors of wars, pestilences, earthquakes, where at least 50,000 people just got killed in an earthquake. It's everywhere. We will soon be raptured out of this world, folks, and we will go through seven, the world will go through seven years of horror. Thank God we won't be here. 
we will be at home with Jesus. Yes, we win the war with Satan, folks. Jesus will destroy Satan's army totally, and Satan and all his followers will be cast into the lake of fire. That will be the ultimate victory. And we will be with Jesus forevermore. Dreams and hopes of all the ages are waiting for the return of Jesus, folks. Can you visualize this in your mind? You can probably remember your parents or grandparents' dreams and hopes they had of serving the Lord. I'm a, my dear parents, they thought Jesus was coming any day. And I know they believed it. Just as much as I believe he's coming any day now. Someday we're going to be right. Christians from the first century church until now, those Christians that the apostles led to the Lord in that first century church and went on to be buried, they're waiting for that day to come. This could, it's been over 2,000 years, and we're two, yeah, that 2,000 years closer to his glorious appearing. All I can say is, come quickly, Lord Jesus. This could be the dawning of that day. I would like to read to you a chorus from a song that Bill and Gloria Gaither wrote in 1971. Oh, this could be the dawning of that grand and glorious day. When the face of Jesus we behold, dreams and hopes of all the ages are waiting his returning. And this could be the dawning of that day. I am no prophet, folks, but Jesus could return today. The only thing stopping him is God has not told him to go get his children. Shortly after Jesus raptures us home, the king's great coronation will begin. Hallelujah. Reread Revelation 19.16. And he had upon his vesture and on his thigh a name written. King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Dear Jesus, we come to your prayer at this time, Father. Lifting you up, we pray, Lord, that you will be coming back soon. We long for that day. The only other thing I long for more is if there's anybody that does not know you as Savior, that they would come before it's eternally too late. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior and would like to talk with someone, we would love to talk with you. We are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area at 4103 West Texas Street. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We also have a Wednesday night Bible study that meets at 6 p.m. 
We encourage you to get connected to a local church in your community and get involved in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. Thank you and God bless.